Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. We got the team you want to talk to. My name is Justin, season 27. I am joined by an esteemed panel tonight. Dr. James Earl Corley, how are you, sir? Good. I'm still not convinced I am a doctor, so you keep saying <laughs> Well, at some point, I've I seen you in scrubs quite often, so you do shop and get your scrubs All on. part of the fantasy. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we had to balance out this brawn with the beauty that is Jen Hudak. How you doing, Mama Jen? Very good this week. Much better than last week, so wow. I'm glad to be here. All right, so in order to keep up with the intensity of these three panelists here who are all playing to win, we had to take the team that's on this season playing to win, and the sisters rub people the wrong way, and we're going to fix that tonight. Morgan, Lena, welcome to the show. How are you? Great. Thank you for having us. I feel you guys are getting a bum rap. I feel this season... They are. They're getting a little bit of a bum rap. Can I do a really quick, like, off-the-cuff hot take about Morgan and Lena? Go. I don't mind the arguing because when you watch them, they're arguing, but they're still doing the task while they argue. I don't care if a team wants to yell at each other while they're still working on it. Right. Um, Sometimes you just express emotions. The team that bothers me are the ones that, like, stop to argue. That's the ones that I'm like, just keep arguing and keep walking. Look, all I'm going to say is... We were on our best behavior. We <laughs> thought we were actually doing pretty damn good in general throughout the entire race. So to us, we're like, oh, that was it? Like we yeah. had like five seconds of arguing. That's impressive. So yeah. we actually were not concerned at all with our arguing. Like we we were not in our point of view fighting. Well, that's that whole editing thing, right? They take the four I, days of footage and you get maybe seven minutes of your total screen time that episode. I, I'm the mean big sister. She's the little sister. Like we we play the roles very well, but I think the 10 seconds that are shown, they're truly like a blip yeah. of of our teamwork. So um, you know, I, I get to watch the episodes after all of New York. And so in this last episode, episode six, like everyone's tweeting, they're like, oh my God, can the sisters stop fighting? Like, what are they? And, and like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, we did fight at I don't all. even remember fighting in India. I was like, we didn't have a fight in India. Cause I'm like, us like bickering about how we're going to handle a situation. I feel like people who have sisters or siblings very close in age can understand because it's the only way that you can like communicate. You guys weren't fighting. You were communicating. It's like, we're just communicating. Yeah. yeah. Intensely. Cause it's an intense situation. Yeah, and that that's how you guys communicate in, in intense situations. You're not arguing. You're not yelling at each other. This is how we well, talk. If yeah. we were arguing, there'd be a whole lot more words. Oh, I'm out. sure. She, I'm sure her uh, hair wasn't the only one. To be, you'd be like, uh-uh, sister. Yeah, Screw exactly. this. I'm the biggest sister. But we, Morgan would literally be pulling me by my brain. She would be like, let's go. <laughs> uh, speaking of we let's go. We're getting it started tonight. Steve Allen, 
dropping a 20 banger 20 dollars to the races recap we appreciate everything that you guys do to support the show thank you very much we do this no matter what you know back when we weren't getting five dollars for a show uh we would still do this and i put five hours into research and stuff <laughs> all right anyway uh morgan and lena you guys uh did get spicy this episode and we will get into that because things got spicy that word just kept sticking in that spicy and uh whether you say you were communicating or not, at, at the pit stop, a, after it was all said and done, when you're getting interviewed at the end, I can see that you guys were a little upset with each other. Just the body language. Wait, is like, who used the word spicy? I think it was um, it was Gregor John would uh, or Corey. No, Corey. Corey. Corey be like, it's a little spicy. Ooh. And saying that people were spicy because at first I think he was referring to the food. Ah, and then because it was a lot for for some of the cast, uh, we loved it. But it was uh, Indian food was a lot for some of the cast for many days. Oof. Um, oh yeah, you guys were there for three days, so you had to cut. You had to yeah. It was for a hot minute. I haven't quite reached the point of starvation yet. Around lead eight, nine, ten, you don't care what food they put in front of you. You starve. <laughs> well, people lost weight. I I can't speak for Lena. I how did you gain weight? I lost 20 pounds in 20 days. I know. <laughs> no, I came back. And my, my first thing, my friends like, saw me. They're like, we need to get you a cheeseburger. You are not a god person to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, yeah, no. Look, Lena was getting to the point where she was, she would go to the snack table and swipe it. Like into our bag, at like it was, it was getting to be aggressive. You didn't know what you were gonna be eat aggressive. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone after us would be like, "Wait, Lena, where did all the snacks go?" And I'm like, "We would ration them out. We would ration them out afterwards." Like, hey, you want these snacks? We have a lot. <laughs> we can, we can. Spare you know that uh, vote U-turn's coming up, right? We got a bag full of snacks here. Like, do you want these dried mangoes? Ooh, we like. We'll those take dried your vote. Do you want to test test your luck with that poo uh, poo platter there? Right. Because uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the sickest one uh, our season one of our cast members before, at the starting line was just he, he drank something with ice cubes in it and the, the water was just bad or something and he was just oh, no. and then he got u-turned that leg too <laughs> uh, uh ray so fletcher bad. dropping a 20 bang he said you throw 1999 well i'm gonna throw exactly 20 dollars just to make sure i'm at the top of the list because i know ray fletcher has been at the top of the list all season mvp status he might as well just join the show we might have to do one show where we get some uh uh some of our uh, loyal fans who have been here week in and week out to jump on and say hi to people, get their uh, point of view. That'd be fun. So, Justin, back, back to your point about the, the spiciness. Yes. I'm trying to remember what was going on that she was making me upset. Oh, we because I could tell you. So, we, we were doing tying. We were doing she the wanted to watch. Tying. Yeah. Oh. She wanted, oh. Here's the, here's here's the crazy. Crap, give me the thing. Here's the craziest <laughs> part about it. We couldn't tell, you know, like whether we were being like whether part of the check or the judge was the way Time the flower right game, right it was being tied. So yeah. we had like, you know, like half the village watching us. <laughs> All um, men. Maline, rewind. rewind first. If we start with where we were that day, we were last. Yeah, we were last. I could tell you everywhere, every place you were in at every set. <laughs> we were last. And so we, we had to really haul ass to get back in the game and to not be racing. 
Up, for she's last gone. place again. Okay. And so when we got to the flowers, am I here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when we were going to the flowers, like Lena said, we didn't know if we were getting checked on the on the carrying of the bag. And it wasn't just about the carrying of the bag. It was like, I mean, the how do you call it? The tying of the bag. But if you tied it correctly, then you were going to be able to carry it correctly. Right. Or heavy. I think the boys said, uh, Liam and Yemi were like, they were like 50, 60 pounds. They were heavy. Oh, yeah. We, we just knew it was heavy. Right. And so Lena was trying to rush me. And I was like, look, Miss Arts and Crafts, I don't tie things regularly. Stop rushing me. I need to watch. And she wouldn't give me a second to watch them. And I was getting really pissed because I'm like, I just need a second to watch. So she was getting real spicy and rushing me. And I was spicy. Getting, pissed. getting spicy. Getting spicy. And then what they don't show is <laughs> Chalina like, I'm carrying these like grocery bags. Meanwhile, she actually dropped them after and I carried them. Oh, to the oh. but she <laughs> said she carried the heavier ones. Where's her, where's her like, heavy? One of mine were definitely a little heavier. You can see our last, like, Morgan and I are both at the point of exhaustion. Oh, by the way, when we're watching this, I'm watching um, Hot Pink Team put their flowers on the on top. top. <laughs> we have just packed our entire rickshaw. I mean, when Morgan and I sit in this rickshaw, we're, we're riding like, like this <laughs> for the whole entire ride because we didn't know you could put anything on the top. And we wouldn't be able to Lena. They were they're tall. Yeah. We're not. Yeah, but we're trying to get air. We're trying to breathe, and we're just in this rickshaw well, like this. Which, driving those rickshaws are scary in the first Look, place. Just like just sitting naturally in the rickshaws are terrifying. So I can't even imagine like halfway out. Look, yeah. What they, what they didn't show, Lena is talking big shit, carrying the bags. Like then, the Hulk, right? She was the Hulk. Yeah. The Hulk. And then yeah, 30 seconds later, she can't carry them. <laughs> and then I'm carrying all the bags. All four? They, I ran down. We're, we're we're like we're like ten feet away from the tuk tuk now, so oh, now okay. they're on the floor. Just trying so to get I'm them over running, dragging, running, dragging. So I'm like, of course they don't show that. Cool, you know, <laughs> I'm not the nice big sister. I'm I'm the mean big sister. Um, but it was they were they were wildly heavy bags. All right, we're gonna get to all the drama. We're gonna do the recap, and I got a bunch of questions and uh, some things we'll catch up to. But yes, you guys started out in last place. I have a graph, and you guys literally just kept everywhere you went, just kept getting up and up and getting better and better. Where other teams were like up and down, up and down. I'll post that graph. Uh, um, when we, I'll post the graph when we get to that part. I have to copy and paste. It didn't work. <laughs> All right, so we're starting out, and this start was very, uh, <clears throat> it's very impressive when you look at the last leg because Steve and Anna Lee had an hour lead on the second place team. You don't normally see a first place team separated by that much between the second place team. And that. The other thing to note is that from second to how many teams are left? Ninth. Ninth. Uh, was also an hour. Correct. So second to nine or one hour, and one to two was one hour. That's crazy. Yes. When we, when we lined up to start that day, Morgan and I just kind of looked at each other. And we we're like, how are we going to, like, how could it be possible for us to close this gap? And we start off every day really positive. We were super positive that day, but like watching all the other teams, because we can see them from like the hotel window, so we can see Oh, them God. You're just like watching them go. Oh, 
like, we're like, we're like <laughs> you know, like it's not our call time yet because we're so far behind. We're two hours behind the first place team. What was we're, the timing of the vote? Was the vote like right before you guys started the leg, or was it like the day no. before? When when was it? It was like the day before. Okay. Because yeah. it was, yeah, because we had some old. I mean, you can just see our clothing. Like, you know, people yeah. have different clothing items on. That's yeah. why it was, it was just weird that you guys came up from behind. And so it seemed like you guys were, I don't know, it was just like weird. And nobody was in a hurry. So yeah. it wasn't like no. there was any timing involved. You just sat there and you talk and everybody took their time. So it just yeah. felt like that was like filmed at a different time. Because if it was yeah. filmed during the race, everybody would be like, uh, and yeah. just gone. And then right. you would talk about it in yeah. the tuk-tuk. No, we, it, it I wasn't. I think that that was like a new element of the race mm -hmm. is like not, not having the U-turn have to be made in like real time. Yeah. Yeah, I think Which they wanted to. kind of stressful because then it's like, mm, you really got to think about it. So it almost like stings a little bit more if you're getting U-turn because you're not doing it in the heat of the moment yeah. and you're doing it like with a lot of time to think and but process. But it's also mandatory. So don't have your ways you're like, I don't know. I like, I feel like that takes away some of the sting because they're making you vote. You got to vote for somebody. So. I think the weird part about it too is you didn't get this moment where maybe two or three teams were standing at the U-turn board and they could join together yeah. and, right. and decide to vote. So, you know, I think when we look back on this episode, there are things that we would have done differently, but like there was no time or space to have conversations with other teams and, and plan. Especially not for us that were last. I mean, when we saw ourselves in the middle picture of the U-turn board, I was like, what are you guys trying to do here. Oh yeah, we were like <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> like we we're smack dab in the middle. We were like, you know what? We're so far behind. Why would anyone want to touch us? Even though, honestly, like me and Morgan, if if I would have made a, a vote for a team, I would have been like, yo, like Morgan and Lena race really fast, and every now and then they trip in front of themselves. Like, why don't we give them something to trip on? And then they're just. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would have been a hard day for us. That was a hard day for Steve and Annalise. Was there any talking amongst teams beforehand, knowing that there was a U-turn about no. any strategies or nothing? We didn't know, we didn't know when the U-turn was going to... Well, you found out at the map. And it yeah, was like, and at that point, you can't talk yeah. to anybody. So that was it. So it was kind of what you wanted to make of it because you couldn't, uh, you couldn't collaborate with other teams. I mean, yeah. we were kind of hoping that like teams wouldn't vote for Steve and Anna Lee because Steve and Anna Lee were literally so far. Well, we this leg of all legs. It seemed weird to vote for a team that had such a head start well, when you don't know where an equalizer. I, I disagree with that though, because that, that lead can, they can just keep the lead going into the next leg and the next leg and the next leg. And if they're a strong team, like taking them back a few notches, I feel like isn't a bad strategy. Yeah. Depending I, on who I, you are. It, I, I just don't think it hurt that Because look, if you're us, I want someone to buffer us, right? Because our only job is to make it. Where'd Lena go? She's lost. Our only job is to make it to the mat and not be last until the finale. That's our only job. Right. Be last. <clears throat> and so if you're us, it's like, yeah, I want someone to be permanently stuck behind us. But I think for the teams that were up at the front, they're like, I'm trying to get number one. Yeah, and I make a chance to, so I want to knock Stephen Annalee down a couple pegs. And I think this is the first yeah. time we saw it in place too, so people didn't really know what to do with it. 
if I'm watching it now and I and I I'm put in that situation, you know who I'm voting for is Robin Corey. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Robin Corey, I called them the silent killers the entire the entire race because they were so fast. Yeah. And you really didn't know where they were. Like if you were not racing side by side with them, you had no idea where they were. Like the whole race. Yeah. So to me, like they were, I think what's not portrayed very well, I think uh, Corey and Robert portrayed very well for their level of strategy and the way that they compete. You see how crazy strong Rob is. Like he is fantastic. And Corey's just the sweetest human being in the whole world. Um, I think Stephen and Lee are being portrayed really poorly in order to fit that U-turn character. Where like we were just they were badass, but they were strategic. Yeah. They were moving, moving on a cliff. So it wasn't even about personality. People were voting them off because they were like, damn, they're good. And we're watching them compete, and we don't want to be competing against them. And so that's why, like, I think the public is seeing it more like Annalise being bitchy and like she's like the biggest she's a badass. I've said yeah, it for I've said it one. Yeah. But it's they were U-turned because they were kicking ass, not because Annalise mean. No, yeah, they, no, I don't think it had anything to do with Annalise being mean. I think, yeah. You know, and this is the question. Yes, Robin and Chelsea are not kicking ass. Like I know they yeah. got first once. Yeah, everything else is real low. So I know some people like Robin and Chelsea are super strong. So we're gonna vote for them. <laughs> Was that the truth? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I. You know, they ask us. It's funny how they do the very long interviews after, and you see like not even ten seconds of them. I think for us, when they kept asking, "Who do you have an alliance with?" It was never, "Do you have an alliance?" It was more so like, "Who do we really get along with and actually like spending time with?" Because you're traveling with these people, you're getting to travel the world with your castmates. And I think for us, we just weren't close with Robin and Chelsea and they stereotyped us and most of the cast and um, and they were the least friendly. And so when you saw the U-turn board, that was what that was about. Um, it yeah. was not about their strength on the race. You know? yeah. I also just want to say, I think in comparison, especially as the race has evolved, the way that they do casting for the race and the type of people that are casted on the show. Like, I think when you watch the show now, it's, it's it doesn't have as many of these like boisterous or like mean characters or people like these real villains villains so being able to like have a lot of castmates that were kind cordial and nice to race with doesn't mean they weren't tough racers they were just nice humans right. um so we never expected we never expected like people to give up a, a like their first place or whatever to go help you um but we all tried to be like cordial and nice people because it's one thing to race and it's another thing to not be nice. Yeah. I, I think in general, I mean, there's exceptions of just awful people that have raced, but in general, some of the people that are villains aren't villains. Justin's like, he's the villain of our season. He's not a villain. He's just, he is an annoying person to compete against. And I feel like that's a fair statement to say. No, that's hundred percent fair. Yeah. I'm annoying in general, but when you compete against me, yeah. Especially when I'm having a really good time. <laughs> Tactic. Like I'm a little, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just like my children. Like if you look at a child, they just live every day to have a great time. All they want to do is have fun. 
That was well, me. That was race. us. That was us the morning of every race day. The morning. Yeah. As soon as we started. I love, I love they start every episode with me and Morgan going, we're just trying to have fun. We're just trying to laugh with each other. And then the next cut from us is like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? But let's be honest. They have the footage to make all five of us on this in the screen villains. Yeah. They could have made yeah. any one of us a villain. Well, they could have made me. Especially Jen. Snarky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it back. I'm like, I don't swear one time this whole entire thing. I think I was bleeped out once. I'm like, That's all blessed. those times I'm yelling at Christy to slow down, like, none of that's in there. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, yeah. every time me and Diane he were heated, it right. was just... <laughs> Part of that is editing, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think what cracks me up with people love calling like the Chaos Sisters, and oh my gosh, there's so much chaos in it. Like, I love Thursday mornings, like reading what everybody's writing. But I think for us, like, we would literally argue more at the pit stops off camera, like about getting ready for our interview more than like actually racing like, <laughs> we were we were so proud of how we raced um because we can argue a lot normally about anything and it was it was really cool to actually be doing tasks together because like we we get a lot of stuff done in our individual lives so to do things together was a very different dynamic but it's very funny seeing like our normal personality traits like pop through my mom's like oh this is you guys to a t and i'm like really i thought we were really under control for the most <laughs> part you know so um, you know our mom also told us too she was like you know you guys really only communicate by saying like morgan and lena like it's like the first word that comes out of your mouth They're like morgan go faster morgan slow down and now when i watch the show i feel like it's the same thing with anna lee when she's talking to her dad and <laughs> <laughs> what is it um what's the saying that she says um come on dad right. like me and morgan have the same exact thing where like morgan and lena and like annalee's always like come on dad it's just it's just the way we're like trying to get each other's attention all right let's speed through this and we'll have some fun liam and yeremy which team is uh more likely to help them that was what they kind of determined uh their u-turn vote by uh that I don't know if that's a great strategy. Maybe for them it's a strategy. Um, normally the strategy is you vote for the team that is near the bottom to make sure that they're out and you stay, or you vote for a team that's always been at the top to make sure that you have a chance to get to the top. Those are really the only two reasons you should, you should use U-turns, right? To save... Morgan and I were so nice that everyone just kind of didn't go for us. <laughs> like, that was... No, but that was like one of our strategies in racing was to make sure that we were nice people because it it was very it was very easy for me and Morgan like being in quotation marks like called the city girls like for us to not have commonalities with all of the other teams. So we knew that the the number one thing that we could do to at least protect ourselves was to have friends because friends try not to U-turn their friends. But we were in ninth place, so we should have been really like technically you should you were the team that everybody should have been you turning yeah but you weren't so we did a lot of good good work on the the flip side of getting <laughs> leave us out of combo uh so joel and garrett uh they voted by which team they thought could beat them in the finals which is is a, also a, a, another way to 
to vote. Uh, Steve and Annalie look like they voted out of anger. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rob and Corey, also they were voting for one of the top teams was their strategy. Morgan and Lena say teams that have been running with them. That's kind of the way you worded it. The teams that we have been running with. Well, because we were unfortunately after our severe mess up at the mural activity, um, we were considered being at the bottom. And it's like, I, I think what's frustrating when you watch us is there are so many moments where we are in top three and we make one mistake. Yeah. That puts us down we at the bottom. Goals in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like we, people didn't understand how fast we, we did. We would have and Steve a run for their money for first place if we would have picked the dolls over the murals. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, these yeah. little things make the biggest difference on a leg, which is why this That's leg is so impressive for... Sorry, I just had a I had a thought to last week. I did talk a little shit about y'all <laughs> a little bit, so I'm just owning up to it because I was like, why have a rule if you're not going to stick with the rule? So I did talk some shit. All right, yeah. let's get to that. 25 minute rule. Let me let me let me tell you what what was going on there. <laughs> we were going to do the puppets, but then the Franklin brothers were next to us, and we were like, you know what? Why don't we go do whatever we're going to do together? Because if it's something big. And I don't know, like, I don't know what we thought it was going to be, but if we're together, it'll probably be better. So we go to the mural. We've got the wrong clothes and the wrong boxes. We only see one side of um, uh, props. the props. We also didn't realize, we tried to pick the closest mural to where we thought the only props were. We didn't realize there were props on the other side of this humongous plaza. Mm. So we started doing this test we don't realize that there's props on the other side. We don't realize that we chose white on white. So like everyone else had brightly colored paintings. What I don't think people realize, which is why we never finished and everyone else did was our mural was white on white. So the little pieces that popped on a red dress or popped on a blue, green, yellow, whatever, ours was white on white, almost gray on white. So you can mm. see the details they were so minute we couldn't even tell like what the earring situation was like we I we still, got that but if you have a rule why not follow it so we make we make this incredible rule right and the rule honestly Weird it, rule. Can, it can save you it can save well, you from a lot of different situations it's just called like get out of the detour before you notice you're knee deep in the detour and not going anywhere right but there's there's also this thing that it's like it's kind of it's a feeling it's a feeling of you're only one check away from being done right yeah and so so i think this is where personality comes in so every time we get a check morgan's like let's not leave she's like we're one check away and i'm like <laughs> okay right and then the checks start taking longer because the the checker is like you know older in age like he's got to walk from across this Very giant now it's taking more time and now we're we we haven't seen anybody from the dolls so according to our rule the dolls is easier and like I'm telling Morgan, I'm like, we we've got to figure this out. I because said one more time. Okay. <laughs> I said, let's just do one more, Lena. But it took him another 15 minutes basically to come back and check us. Damn. And then when we didn't get it, like what they don't show is we were checked like, I mean, Lena, 10 to 15 times. Mm. Like and we thought at one point it was the earring. We thought we were putting the clothes on wrong. Like, because we we had not looked at a lot of the no, yeah, it's a lot of the other people. And we see yeah so i think like i said in the show you know i think a big part of it was my ego because i'm like we cannot be that far yeah that that my it does get to you and all i had to do in my challenge was turn it over 
And instead of just turning it over, I took the whole thing apart again and started from the beginning. And he, 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 I think is all here. And also, it was really scary. <laughs> and uh, for, don't even ask Jen leave. about her finale. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary for us to leave and go to the dolls because as much as we knew the teams had not been back from the dolls, we also didn't know if it was taking them 30 minutes or 15 minutes or yeah. 45. And as I said, we finished the dolls in about 10 minutes. I mean, Damn. we were literally... In, we were in and out of there. That's it. And that was incredible. You could not do the murals in less than 30 to 45 minutes. They're, because for you to just physically, you could only take one piece at a time. You had to run them back and forth. Oh, wow. You could not do it in less than 30 minutes. We did the dolls in 10, maybe 15 if you want to be gracious. And like Lena almost took my eye out because I was hovering over her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two eyes. It would have been that would have been a very sad way to leave the race, and that would have really just ruined the entire experience for yeah. me. If for I both of you, you guys would have been really. Uh... I would have never heard the end of it. Like Morgan would have been like, "Never talk about the amazing race again." I can't <laughs> see out of my eye. Like if she lost an eye and you're out of the race. All right, we like, haven't even started this recap yet, and it's thirty minutes. In. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like I'm making this off the rails. She was losing an eye. Yeah, well, we can finish this and get to all the stuff. All right, so you guys start the leg with a thousand rupees. Oh, there it is, right in the eye. It did actually connect oh, with oh. flesh. Oh, yeah. It did connect with flesh. Why were you hovering? Yeah. I was ready to get out of there. Yeah. I'm make sure we make it. It is make your it fault. Home. It's not hers. You know? It is your fault. Uh, you got a thousand rupees to start this leg, which is 12 bucks. Um, but you also got. The, the greatest thing ever, a cab that's already paid for. <laughs> we'll get to those. Uh, Steve and Annalise taxi going the wrong way. They took them to the wrong place. Uh, the uh, the other place is about a half a mile for walking distance. Um, India is the land of beautiful mustaches with Joel and Garrett. You find that out. And we hear a lot of out-of-towners, out-of-towners. We hear a lot of that going on this week. <laughs> Where did this come from? I don't, don't know, Brandon. My boyfriend's made it very clear they're his favorite team. He's like, I love that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I wish we had a good catch line like that. We had no good, no good. Yes, line. Question, at any point, did someone from India go like, oh my God, they're not from here? As they're like <laughs> going around in bright pink clothes with camera crews. And someone's like, oh my God, they're not native. They don't, they're not here. <laughs> I wish, I wish we had seen them do that in person. Cause I think I would have actually like fell on the floor laughing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't get me wrong, but like, where did I just like came out of nowhere? I think it's part of having done it multiple times, right? Like, oh, has she? I've not. Yeah, yeah. Is I'm, so I'm, present in this episode. Like I've yeah. rushed over in the previous, but she said it like forty times. This episode. <laughs> yeah, it was. Raise. That's why it should have been the name of the episode. The episode right. should have been out of town as out of town as. All right, so. All right, let's get to the telescoping monocular. This was I like when they do little things like this for root infos, which uh, this leg had a lot of a uh, lot of running around from left to right, up and down, north and south. This was a all over the place kind of leg. It had a lot of root infos. But I think that's why you saw a lot of changes in position. So from a lead design, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it gives uh, it gives teams a real chance to mess up and gives. Uh, the, the teams that take a you know get the edge here a minute here five minutes here six minutes there by the time you're done now you have a 30 minute lead so i love when they do stuff like this 
just like taking that one little monocular, trying to find it, could separate teams by another five minutes, give an extra team an extra five minutes. Some teams will fall back by ten minutes. Just from something simple like this. It's not dumb like going around the damn cow. Like That, that doesn't serve a purpose. At least this, you know, people are going to have a little trouble finding it out, right? Yeah. I don't think that the actual doing the monocular wasn't really the hard part. I think what made that more complicated, and I don't even think a lot of this got onto the show, is either you found that shoe place or you didn't. And then it was just a guy standing there next to some random monoculars. It was very hard to, it was, it was very easy to just completely go past it. How long so did that take? I, think, I, love that. I love that for a lead design. It, the monoculars took like five minutes to get to the location. Probably like everything was like a 20, 25 minute ride for the most yeah, part. Yeah, that was, it was actually one minute. That's, I mean, one mile, but the 20 minutes. But, yeah. That was the last time we saw Liam and Yermi at the monoculars. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they were never seen again. <laughs> Like, like, again, we knew that we were racing as long as we were ahead of Liam and and then and then we just had no idea what happened to them post the monoculars. Uh, all right, so, so many people not understand what a it literally says in the clue telescoping monocular, like the telescoping part that you pull it out. Why did people not figure this out? <laughs> Honestly, I think people were just stressed. Like, I think a lot of us were hoping that we were leaving India and didn't have another race day in yeah. India because India's it was rough. brutally hot. Yeah. Uh, the day rough. before, two legs. yeah, it was yeah. two yeah. legs. So we have a lot of these double legs. You know, they're exhausting. And I think people were really hoping, like, we were getting on a flight to leave. And instead, it's like, oh no, you're gonna go get in the crowd on the mm. ground. And it ended up being our most I mean, no, Vietnam was grueling, but this was like, in terms of just repetitive, like you have a task to do every second. Yeah. It was yeah. really tough. I but I think people just- didn't have to race in India at night. That is- Oof, oh, I couldn't even imagine. Um, you know, Clear the two cities high. that I, I was kind of scared to go to as a racer was India and I think Viet Vietnam or Thailand, wherever they had those people do the light up dances. And that the, was and the Korea, wasn't that? No, 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 no. It was, it was either Vietnam or Thailand. My point is, is like, we made it to two of the cities that I think like there's such big cultural differences there that there's hardly a leg up unless you end up with somebody that can speak the language, like a team yeah, that can agreed. speak the language just yeah. of that, you know, background. But um, being in India was like the, every, it, it was an even playing field for all the teams because none of us spoke the language. None of us had a, a leg up there. But Jen, they should have gotten monocular telescope. It was not that complicated. It was more complicated trying to quickly like find the, the actual note and then write it. Cause when you heard people like, they're like J H O like yeah. you couldn't, we didn't even know what we were really reading. So it was like people were just writing letters down, which didn't really help. Yeah. And then the next part was on foot. So it, it was just, I think it was it just stressful. Yes. Yeah, so, so right now on the screen is the map uh, of what, what the route looked like. And it's just like all over the place if you want to check that out. And if you want to see what uh, the placements were throughout the whole leg, uh, you can kind of see this chart here has uh, the placements on uh, where everybody goes and, and how, how you switch. And it seems like the big switches happened at the uh, the market. 
into the detour and then the, then and that's where everything the detour just really just jumbled everything up um so we'll see then it became the luck of your driver yes and we will have the drivers were the worst drivers in the history of this race and we'll get to that because that's where we're going now you go to a parking lot and you got to push stuff around which again was another little task that wasn't really but much it. but it separates yeah. teams it wears you out we had a more tired right it just it's it, just that little more stress yeah it was only enough tuck tuck drivers of uh, rickshaw drivers for the team so we had a 50 50 chance of getting liam and yermi's driver oh wow liam and Yermi, we were looking for the rickshaws at the same exact time yeah well and it seemed so like to find them when you get there later as well yeah uh, yeah it, it is it is and that's something that we experienced in different parts of the race is just sometimes when you're with like the whole group it's easier to find things and then when you're by yourself, you know, it becomes one in a sea of 100 instead of 10 in a sea of 100. This is one of those challenges, too, where I think it innately builds in some advantage for the teams that are in the front. Mm -hmm. I think it's fair. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. It's one of those things where, like, you show up early, you get there earlier, you have more yeah. options, you have more choices. It's easier to push them out. You can get one on the edges. Right. You still don't know what you're going to get. It's a it's. Right. It's a it's a slight advantage, but it's not game breaking. It's a reward right. for getting there That's, first. I'm yeah. okay with that. I like yeah. those we, little things. We thought like at the beginning breaks. of the day that our driver was actually slow, like because she <laughs> started driving, and we were like, "We're not going anywhere today," because she's just driving it, casually. But then we found out that she was, she was actually doing very well at getting from location to location, and we didn't make it to every location like first time around. But what we did do is just try and support our driver and give her space to yeah. get instructions in the time that was necessary for her. Yeah. Like so that was the that we did that I think other teams were just really frustrated. Because like if it's funny that they didn't really show us interacting with our driver, we were super positive with her the entire day. So like every time we made it, super happy. Like even on the way, if she stopped to get directions, we were very supportive. Like whatever you need to do cool and she's like okay thank you so we had a we had a very good relationship with our driver and i think it helped a lot because there were a lot of opportunities to go to the wrong place yeah this was and definitely she drive to the wrong location but even if we went to the wrong location we okay. didn't put that stress on her we just gave her the time to try and reconvene yeah because you don't you don't want to put them into a corner because then they have no reason to have the drive that you do but like mm -hmm. you are raising for the million dollars. So like, if you piss them off, they'll just shut down. Like, they don't have that much investment in this. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So there's a question. Uh, I didn't notice this, but uh, I'm going to guess no. Uh, says uh, Morgan and Lena, uh, did you and uh, you and Jeremy and Liam take a tuck tuck that uh, didn't have a flag on it, a race flag? It wasn't marked and therefore got a penalty because that's what it looked like. I'm going to say no because I think the only tuck tuck so, pink pink drivers were i saw paid, this right? too because jeremy jeremy um and liam's tuck tuck looked shot. different than it didn't have that visor yeah. there's one shot where you can see the marking and it's lower down on there's like a circle oh, perfect. logo area on the tuck tuck and you could see it because i thought the same thing i'm like oh my god they don't have a mark tuck tuck they're gonna get to the pit stop and then have a penalty and like it's gonna be this whole thing and it wasn't and they went home anyway but they um, they had a very tough time finding that that tuck tuck because we got there at the same time and they yeah. we left like 
quite a few minutes before they did. Um, wow. Like, so you uh, even got a lead out of that place. Like, they seem like they were slow with everything. Like, they were just casual having a good time. Yeah, well, we never no. knew what was going on with them, to be honest. So <laughs> this is our first time seeing how they actually race because we never <laughs> actually saw them. It did really seem a little too zen for my taste. They weren't the most zen people on the race. The the brother-sister at the very start who couldn't make a decision. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I love that they highlighted the theme. Oh, sorry. Liam and I, like, when we were looking for the tuk-tuks, Liam and I were going, like, neck and neck, and then I just started, like, a break for it run because I didn't want him looking at the same places that I was looking at, and then I found our tuk-tuk, like, five and, seconds. Wait, no, and... If you read the clue very closely, it said, put your items, put your backpack in the tuk-tuk to claim it. And so we were just pushing the tuk-tuk. But Liam and Jeremy technically could, could have put, put their, their bags, bags in the tuk-tuk and taken the tuk-tuk while we were pushing. So there was a point where Lena was like, put your shit in the tuk-tuk. Like, you got to do it right now. Because we read, we were reading the clue and pushing, and we realized like they could have taken. That'd <laughs> been so funny, but I, I can't I see that as their personality. No, no, they wouldn't have done that to you. But I mean, at that point, desperation, water. desperation can make you do a lot of things. Mm, yeah, uh, desperation can definitely make you do stuff on the race that is out of character. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about this. This is one of the things that kind of pissed me off, and I, I hate that they do this now for some reason. The U-turn board. They, I mean, they they tell you that you're U-turned before you even do one part of the the, the U-turn. I hate that. I, I think you should have to finish one part of the of the detour to f and then find out that you're U-turned. I think it just hits so different uh, and really fucks your brain after that. Whereas this, you get in a whole mindset from the beginning. How do you guys feel about that? I, you know, it's a trick. I didn't think about that, but I, I somewhat agree, right? Because you're, when you know ahead of time, then you can be more strategic on how you're going to execute both. Um, right. But traditionally, the way that the race was, you know, executed, you didn't have that opportunity. So that's actually a, that's a very interesting, I think, invalid point. Jen, what do you think? I like that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think, you know, especially on a leg like this, where you have to, there's so much traveling around and to know in advance, if you were smart, you could be strategic in which detour you went to first and, you know, how you're conserving energy and even just the mental part of like, okay, we got to like buckle down and we got to be really on it. You know, if you, if you didn't know, you might've been a little more nonchalant. Yeah, but if none of the teams know when they're finishing the first part of the detour, every team is still stressed out doing that first part of the detour. So the, it changes yeah. every team's mindset. And nobody, nobody knows. You're right. Yeah. It affects every team. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I, the one thing I will say as a counterpoint is it was a single U-turn. I think if you're going to do a double U-turn, right? So if it's Robin and Chelsea and Lee, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's that, I'm okay with it being after the U-turn. I think it's also like a little bit of a two-punch whammy if it's a single U-turn. Okay. So like you're, not, you're putting one team at an advantage and they're finding out late. I, I did text one of the producers during the show. I don't disagree with y'all necessarily, yeah. but I'm just also trying to think of position. Hey, let me tell you, that was that was a hard day. It is a hard day. It's just hot I, there. It's hard to I travel there. 
that Stephen Anna Lee picked the flowers first, actually, because I would have preferred to do the harder activity when I had the most energy. And then yeah. Look at how, but no, no, no. Cut the bullshit. <laughs> they delivered faster than every other team from what it looks like in the cut. We saw so, Stephen Anna Lee. They did a the whole part of the detour. If they had gone to the initial market, I imagine they would have shown up at the other detour with the other team. So yes. they wouldn't have shown up at the same time, but they'd probably been five, 10 minutes behind them. Yes. Yeah. Like, and whatever directions they got, you saw they had a straightaway to the delivery area where a lot of the teams struggled to deliver. So at the end of the day, like, I think it, it's just a testament to Steve and Anna Lee's racing capabilities. Yeah. As they at were the back. same time, I'm sorry, you didn't finish a task. Yeah. You oh. didn't realize you had to bring your receipts back. And to kind of counter Justin a little bit, the fact that they knew they were U-turned made them a little frantic, I think. But yes, and one team. That, you know. so it did. Just, so in some ways, it like it kind of worked against them. It was the first time she cracked. Up. So yeah. just a backup. She, she in particular sorry. is a very strong racer. She's she's there. Yeah. Yeah, to be yeah. fair to Anna Lee, she had asked if they needed to go give the receipt back before going to the next one, and they said no. And then Who they came back. No. Whatever the producers told her, they told her she did not have to go bring the receipt back to finish the task and that they could go. And then when they got to the other task, they told them they had to go back. So she asked. She, not, she didn't ask once, she asked multiple times. And she told us that the next day, she's like, I asked multiple times and they told me I didn't have to return the receipt. Well, hold on. I'm going to say that if you ask, they're not allowed to answer. They aren't allowed to tell you. They can tell you to read your clue. They can't tell you the answer. So if... I'm going to say bullshit on that. I'm calling bullshit on that. If she wants to come on this show, if she wants to come on the show and talk about it. Because I'm going to say she was very upset because she was like, because they were to your point, Justin. On I mean, I just want to add in here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Lena. When you know your U turns, yeah, she they had time to be more strategic, right, okay. on how they were going to complete the task, right? And technically, if you think about the rules of the game, right, you can leave and do it any detour at whatever time you want. So I don't know because we weren't U-turned what the specifics of a U-turn uh, completion, because to your point, when you get U-turned after completing a task, then you know you have to go to the other one. But on any other detour, if we left into the dolls and didn't complete it and went back to the mural, that would have been okay. Yeah. So I don't know what the U-turn. I got. I, I spoke to the producer and figured we got that. I got that worked out. We'll get to that in a second. Um, I just want to point out too that like I think when we think about how Anna Lee races like she is the racer that picked out a ticket number um, to get an earlier boat time like she's reading these clues for the most part pretty efficiently like I think she's only read one clue wrong so far and she's thinking about how this race is run and like where there might be a gray area or space for her to make to make uh to make up time. And so I think a lot of people were like looking at Annalie, like, Oh, how did she forget the receipts? But like, she was just trying to play smarter. Yeah. And like, I can't yeah. mad at a racer for trying to make sure that she's not like overextending herself 
if there's a way for her to just keep going. And I think because they're receipts, it just made it really weird for everybody because she's I holding. Think that's why she was so angry because she's like, like, hello. You know, so she definitely didn't forget on the record. She did not forget to return the receipts. Um, yeah. But it's definitely a strategic play. All right. So, uh, yeah, I text one of the producers about the U-turn board and he said uh, that's a that's a uh, well, he, he sent the gif. Basically, like, that's a uh, I'll think about it or uh, I'm very intrigued or a uh, good idea type of thing. I don't want to give out all those words. But, yeah, he, basically, I think next season we'll see the change. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, not next season. Cause, well, it depends on which season they air. Um, uh, and we also talked to about the U-turn. So oh, no, that's not what information is. It? Let's get to let's get to the good stuff. All right, so they go to the U-turn. Uh, I mean, the the they finish one part of the detour, and then they go to the second part of the detour, which is the bricks. And before they even begin the bricks, uh, a judge or a local producer steps in and tells them. You can't start because you didn't finish the last task. And then internet went shit wild. I went crazy. I'm like, listen, that's that's BS. They should be told at the finish line uh, that they have to go back and finish the detour. Yeah. Because that's what happened in past I season. Mean, but there for sure. Yeah. But we weren't really thinking because you can't. The only time that's ever happened in the history of the race is when people find the clue box by accident. Mm. And they get to rip the clue and they go to another place. That's the only reason they're even allowed to know where the next place is. Or they find the next place by accident. Or they find Phil by accident. If they got to the bricks and they finished the bricks, they would have to go back to the same place she was to hand the cart back. See, and then, that's what I think should have happened. And I think the internet wouldn't have lost their mind. It's right. like at Brits, they finish Brits, they think they're done, and they're like, well, you haven't completed one of the detours. Right, which and is what they would normally do. But because yeah. of because of a production timing thing, they said it, it genuinely wouldn't made of a difference uh, whether they knew before or after. Either way, they got to come back to the same point after yeah. dropping off the receipt. So if they did it beforehand... I think or, if they do that, people don't lose their mind. I mean, they would have realized they didn't have, like... The, well, they would have been told. Final they would have yeah. told you because you can't. They said you, we can't give you the clue because you haven't finished the detour, and they would have. Yeah. So they would have told them then the same exact thing they told them, but except they told them right beforehand because of some production. Which makes thing. Me more flustered because if they didn't forget, which they didn't, yeah, then they would have just married their way back to that place. If they didn't try to gain an advantage by not completing the task, then yes. Because <laughs> the the task did say return your receipts, which she didn't but do. The task said it. I mean, it said it was written on the clue box. But yes, I understand. I understand if you ask and they tell you that. But I'm gonna say the wording of the answers were probably more of the lines of things that they can't give you the answer to. Like I don't know, or maybe. Or, I don't know. But the the way that I see it is, you can complete the detour either side when you want to complete it. So you can. You know, so just in terms of, and I think. But you can't get your next clue the, until you complete both sides of the detail. A thousand percent. Justin, like what you said is they'll be more clear with it. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we had a situation in episode two where we lost five or six minutes and they had to like clarify to all of the racers that, you know, they wouldn't be penalized for this because they weren't clear about it before the actual full race started and like they didn't want that to happen again because again it like the viewers can't follow these timelines yeah. if like racers don't understand what's going on so i think you're speaking the right thing is they'll probably be very crystal clear about that in the next season yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i think right, uh we're moving on 
Yeah, I think I think no. Plus, I'm also catching up on the chat. It's hard for catching up on the chat. There's a lot of sh pops going on. Uh, a lot of stuff. Ah, so I love that they highlighted the female drivers, but these are the worst drivers in the history of the race, uh, hands down. Uh, this is the worst part of the episode for me is forcing teams because when you have a marked cab, you can't switch it. There's nothing you can do. You're stuck. Yeah. The only thing that you could do, and this is the only thing, and you'd have to be slick with it, would, would be somehow make the thing malfunction, and then they would get you another cab driver, which has happened in the past. Or get a get a, a flat tire. Or yeah. Flat tire. Yep. <laughs> now, everyone has so much to say about these uh, rickshaw drivers. Yeah. Our boat driver. <laughs> Here we go with the boats. <laughs> truly the worst. The worst. Like, if you wanted to give it a comparison... Liam and Yermi's rickshaw was equivalent to the boat we got on, and there was nothing we could do about it. Yeah. I think it it's just really good. comes down, it truly comes down to the luck of the race. And like every single, the number one rule of you live and die by your taxi, your taxi can be the reason you win a million dollars or literally, literally yeah. don't, get to the, don't get to the mat. Like, yeah, I think like everybody, it's just something that happens on the race. Like if you get through an entire amazing race season and you didn't get a bad driver at some point, you're the luckiest race in the world. hundred percent. I've, I've said it before. It's 90% skill, 10% luck. Oh yeah. Mom and I died. It wasn't even on our lead. Mom and I got eliminated on the following lead because of a taxi driver, the previous, the previous leg. leg yeah. Oh, but it, it happens. And I, but I think being in Jaipur and being in the bazaars, right? There's a lot of stalls. It is super complicated. And I don't know truly, like we were going to very random places. I don't know if it were a different rickshaw company, if collectively it would have been a better experience. Right. Well, I still think you're gonna have the range. I still think you're gonna have yeah. the good drivers and the bad drivers, no matter what right. you do, right? You're putting nine different taxi drivers. Some are gonna suck, some are gonna be okay, some are gonna be great. And the places were hard. They weren't even a lot of people were like, if the if the producers are picking the drivers, like they should be competent, but it's like it's still random. Yeah. So, so now, what are they like? It's not fair for them to tell the drivers where they're driving to. That's not a part of the race. Yeah. Like, I wish our boat driver would have I don't know driven to drop us off after the express pass, and instead he just sat there on the phone. So like, you know, you don't have control over a lot. Yeah. We've all every one of us has had a bad cab on this, and it's cost us. <laughs> Various. Never go away. I want you to know that. Those live with you for a decade. Yeah, they do. I feel bad that like Liam and Jeremy had such a bad rickshaw driver, but they also weren't the only team with a bad rickshaw Right. Driver. No, no. I think every I think you know bad rickshaw well, driver. Here's a, here's a couple things. Of them, though, is they are still a very passive team. Like you know you're in the back of the pack. Yeah, they're Mom and super I were there passive. A lot. Or Mama even taking and, like, scratched our way as long take as initiative. Could. If you're a driver, there are people with GPS on their phones. Yep. If you've got to sit there and write the directions yourself and say that's right, then yep. you do that. You know, so like if you have a perpetually bad driver, like our driver stopped to get directions and we would double check. Hey, are you sure she knows where she's going? You're clear. Great. Great. Like, but if you need to sit there and hand write directions like we do on lots of different parts of the race, then that's what they should have done, or at least try. If they're if they're still trying that hard too, then like yeah, it just sucks to have a bad driver. But they are so, and and maybe we're just seeing the footage of them being passive. But I felt like they were just like we're in the bad. It's all right. 
or yeah. Yeah. I think I you also get a little defeated when you have that bad of a driver. Like it's so, it's so, if you don't know how to handle it, it's out of your space. Like before Morgan and I went to the printmaking, we almost got really amazing race lost <clears> because we were convinced that we needed to like go to a totally different area. And then, you know, we happened to find the printmaking within five minutes. But if we would have made a few more turns, we would have been just riding around the city. <laughs> so we get it. But we made our driver keep stopping for directions when we felt like we were getting lost. We were like, keep stopping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so here's one thing I'm going to say about India. If you've never been to India, it is very weird uh, yes. for females there. Because yes. you look around and there's no females. The females yeah. are like in windows up above on like seconds and third floors. So it is it is such a weird time. Like our season, the girls were getting like touched by people. Oh, there's a reason. Like if you go ahead and watch my season, like I'm like ripping on the mom the whole time because yeah, I did not like, want her to get lost in this crowd. They're crazy. And, and, and they, they don't treat women with the same respect they treat men in India. So I'm going to say that like the women are probably a little more passive driving than the men are because yeah. of the way their society is. Uh, it's not like a knock on the women or whatever, but it's just like a Our society. Our drivers were afraid to ask for directions. They didn't just stop anywhere. Like, yes. to be clear, they would look at the man and they would try and figure out how much danger they would be in by asking for directions. So we watched our driver pass up multiple people who we thought could give directions, but we had to trust that she was driving past that person because it was either going to be uncomfortable for her or unsafe for all of us. Yeah. And especially because we were female racers, like you can feel the tension from the yeah. locals. Yeah. It's just, it's just uncomfortable. And so I think that's also why we were trying to be positive because it was, it's almost like we were shining a light on our driver, having a camera crew. You have two black women running around India. It's like, we wanted to be safe and we knew we were safe in general, but like, it's an uncomfortable feeling. Well, Morgan, yeah. That's why they're announcing themselves as out of towners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't yeah, obvious. It wasn't obvious. Because I just saw something in chat that I really hope is not true because he just, someone in chat spoiled something incredibly bad. Oh, shit. Please do not put spoilers. Yeah, in don't chat. put spoilers I in chat. Out there. Like, I'm pretty sure I just found out who's eliminated in the top four and I'm a little pissed about it. Well, that's just, I don't, I'm not going to read it, but it's someone's opinion. Uh, if you want spoilers, there's a place for it. Go to Reality Fan Forum. Go for it. Have fun with the toxic universe in Reality Fan Forum. Uh, all right. They are like the Big Brother fans of Amazing Race. You know, the annoying people who think they know shit but don't. All right. So Chelsea and Robin were almost two hours behind Steve and Anna Lee. And you see Steve and Anna Lee drive past them while they're kind of uh, uh, looking uh, at the monoculars, just for a time reference. Um, Joel and Garrett are waiting for a bike task. They just couldn't wait for a bike task. And then they walk half the time. Uh, Steve and Anna Lee finished a flower task, but uh, their receipts, we talked about that. Um... And I, I said it was very unlike Annalie to get thrown off her game, but I think that was because of the U-turn. So that was uh, like a mental mistake uh, on her part. But we learned that she did ask. So was it a mistake? I don't know. I guess not. We'll have to talk to her. We'll definitely go over that when we have them on the show. I love the brick task. Put teams in the middle of this traffic and the chaos because there is nothing more overwhelming in this city than the traffic and the chaos that is. Just, I don't remember. Did Diana do balloons or did you? Because that's terrifying. 
Yeah, I did the balloons. That's yeah. that's when oh, the girls got really like touched and yeah, I would have like manip going through traffic in India when you're on not something that's motorized with protection is terrifying. Yeah, and that, but then you have like yeah, it it was not fun. Uh, but uh, India, India. I mean, we had a great time in India. I did not. Yeah, obviously. Uh, let's see. Leo, I mean, I'm just trying to get through all the notes so we can get to all the good stuff. Uh, all right. Liam and Jeremy had the worst driver by far, but everybody had a bad driver. And I think they lacked the most hustle out of every team left. Even the Philly Johns were putting in more hustle than Liam and Jeremy. Lena being spicy as Morgan and Lena are going uh, at it over tying bundles. We talked about that in the beginning of the race. If you're just joining us. I think people are giving them too much shit because I'm going to defend them like I defended Brooke in season 29 is I don't care if you're like crying, yelling, arguing, as long as you're still working on the task. Right. Like, yeah. Just get the emotions out as you're going. Just don't stop to do it. Because we're it's like we're real people. The shit yeah. is stressful. And oh, your sisters. We, are sisters. we have a lot of teams on our season that like are very good at communicating with like small amounts of words like greg and john are not giving soliloquies while they're like rob and corey are not going to be going like back and forth with each other like um annalee and steve are like the closest thing we have with come on dad to like the way that we communicate and everybody else isn't sitting there like going at it with their partners so we're fine like if you have siblings you love us if you don't you're like why do you talk so much while you're doing things and again everyone had a fight even if it's not shown on tv oh yeah I'm yeah. sure there's a fight of Jen and Christy out there yelling at each other, and I would love a pay for that footage. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I only show one from Thailand when I yell at her in the back of a. I I. Also next, for yeah. Okay. Anyway. The next time we have no. producers on, remind me to ask them what they do if they still archive if they have this footage somewhere if it's deleted. If it's archived, I want to get still have it for sure. The 35 yeah, seasons archived. They got to. Gotta be. Gotta. I mean, that's a that's thousands of hours of footage. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. All right, Joel and Garrett get lost uh, riding their bikes that they couldn't wait to ride. Then they stop and drink the magic water, and everything becomes clear again. One thing people don't realize when you're sitting at home drinking is that when you're on the race and you're trying to win, you don't think about stupid things like water or peeing no. or pooping or no. eating. You just go. Let me tell you what happened to Morgan and I on that same exact day. So we understand where Garrett and Joel were coming from is we started off. We had these like kind of almost like double a water bottle, like refillable containers. So they're flat. And then you fill them up with water. Me and Morgan had both of ours. By the time we got to the flowers, we, were, we had already drank all of our water because it was that hot. We were filling it up with Gatorade, with water. We were popping electrolytes. You, let me I, tell you what's I mean, so fascinating. We're literally yelling like we need water. Right. And and like Garrett and Joel, they just showed Garrett and Joel's adventure with water, but everybody was like yeah. fighting for water all day. Here's the thing. You, just, you get so into the motion you forget yeah. about it until it's too late. Yes. And here's one of one of our cameramen. He gave us a great piece of advice. He was like, you need to feel like you have to pee a little bit. If you do not feel like you can pee a little bit, you need to be drinking water. It was <laughs> like, if you feel like, because you're literally like, what's amazing to me is that on camera, people don't look that sweaty. Oh, you're so drenched. Yeah, you're so like 
for us, it, I'm amazed that people don't look crazy because we look crazy in real life doing that. But like we were downing water as often as possible and eating. We brought a bunch of electrolyte gels and um, tablets and we would be popping those all day because wow. it was that's that's oh, smart. Yeah, I brought electrolytes with me too. The little like little tabs. And for those of you who don't know, it's one of the few things. How gross you are on the race. Like I was talking to some people recently because they found out like some new people came to Memphis and they found out. So I was talking to them. And they're like, so like, how do you shower and how do you stay clean? I was like, you don't. I was like, you're just gnarly yeah. towards the end of the race. Like you're just a disgusting human being towards the end of the race. Oh yeah. <laughs> Washing clothes in a bathtub. Yeah, like your clothes are less dirty like you wash them in the bathtub and the water's no longer black it's just brown and you're like good enough put it on no you know how you think that you're doing a good job of washing your clothes though <laughs> so you're like oh yeah but then when you get home from the race and you put all your clothes in a washer machine and you get them out you're like i had to wash my clothes wow my right hand washing is dreadful it's in the sink with a packet of soap it's like hand washing is not a joke that is an exhausting exhausting it really is you have to do it like immediately after you finish a lead because Uh otherwise your clothes won't be dry yeah exactly you have to air dry it and if you're in any place that's humid shit doesn't air dry you're better off putting it on your body it'll dry on your body sleeping (laughs) better yeah so yeah, that, and that's the worst part is that's one thing that really don't, people don't realize is after you just ran this, especially like a double edge, you just ran it, you're exhausted. No, you're just so like you get to the hotel and you're like, well, it's time to do laundry. So James Earl, I want you to think about this for a second. There's a question. Uh, can you explain the mental impact of dehydration? But before you do that, Justin Ho dropped his first super chat. Now, I don't really like it's not for a, a money or a value thing. I just have a question. If that's fifty Singapore dollars, that's seventy-five cents. I appreciate it, but I'm you know, I I just wanted to give you the props. If it was like fifty you said you were accepting all money. I am, I am. I'm just saying, like, cause somebody wrote in chat something about like holy cow, but like I appreciate everything. And for, for you to be donating from Singapore, I understand that things are totally different there. So thank you so much. I appreciate the support uh, throughout the years. It seems like you've been watching. So thank you very much. And your name is pretty awesome. All right, Justin. Oh, so mental impact of dehydration, James Earl. Well, it's not great. (laughs) So there's just a lot of things that happen. So as you're sweating, you're actually losing more free water than you are electrolytes. You're losing a little bit of both, but you lose more free water than you do electrolytes. So your electrolytes in your blood get all types of out of whack, which when those get out of whack, you can make you a little more confused. On top of that too, you're losing a lot of blood flow back through the venous system. So your veins are the ones that kind of are the first things to kind of lose fluid when you lose a lot of fluid. So you're not bringing as much fluid back to your heart. And when people get really dehydrated, they kind of drop how much blood they're pumping through their heart. And that's why people pass out. So you're fighting against gravity, trying to get all that stuff back to your heart, back to your brain. So when you get really dehydrated, you kind of lose that, you lose how much uh, blood your pump heart is pumping through. That's why people black out. It's why they get confused. It's not great. Like <laughs> one of the most important things, but it's also a balance of getting enough water plus enough solutes, right? So you need the Gatorade, but you also need free water too, because you're losing more free water than you are electrolyte. So potato chips and water. I would even say Gatorade and water. Mixing those two is probably the best, like one and one. Like you need free water, but you also need Gatorade. So you chug in the Gatorade is not great either. Gotcha. There's a lot of sugar in Gatorade, and that's also going to dehydrate you as well. To, so we to put in perspective, when we were in Vietnam, 
I saw a lot of people writing, why isn't Morgan doing the tiles? I almost keeled over. Um, what they didn't show in that specific leg was from going from the fish stand to the pagoda was a pretty long run and we were sprinting. The pagoda was all smoke. It was like, like it was like, I I almost passed out there. And if you watch the video, Lena was trying to stay hydrated. I was still, we were at the tiles for, I don't know, over an hour. I was still chugging water when Lena got her tile. Like that's how dehydrated I was. And the real so, dangerous thing you put too is when you get so dehydrated too, your body also starts to vomit and then you really circle the drain. Yeah. yeah that's when uh, the IV. made the decision as a team before we even knew what the other activity was. Like, cause Morgan was like, you know, so red in the face and like, it was just very clear that she was getting closer to like having like a heat stroke or going through dehydration that I was like, I have to do whatever this task is in front of us. We don't have a choice here. Um, like we can't, you can't compete if you're passed out. That's mm -hmm. one and two yeah, don't go together. So, that, I mean, we really, we really felt for like Garrett and Joel while they were looking for water because that had been us in multiple places and us at that same point during the day. I mean, we were like out of water within two hours and we pack a lot of water. Uh, so a team that was filmed similar uh, right around, like, I think your season or 36, uh, the Amazing Race Australia had a team competing in India around the same time. And one of, one of the teams passed out and had to get like doctors. They had to get, yeah, he was like, he was you don't in the hospital. For, yeah. You know, it's like, you don't want to go over because then you, you don't want to put yourself out. You yeah. want to be then, on we had two different types of electrolytes. We had salt tablets and then we had like, you know, gel that was just way more, I guess, like complex than what it was giving us. And so when we were in India, that's when we started to use our gel tablets to try and make it through the whole day. Like we were like, let's break out the big boys because this is hot. Yes. Hot. You definitely stay hydrated. It's super important on the race. And as you could see from Joel and Garrett, just drinking the water made all the difference, cleared yes. his mind, his vision changed. He was ready to go. You could see it in his face, the clear change right after uh, from shot to <laughs> shot. Uh, and we did uh, figure it out as like 3686. So thank you, Logan, uh, the world traveler. Uh, follow Logan Super Kowacki and his, his wild adventures. He's been to more countries than Jeff Probst. All right, uh, <laughs> Justin. Someone said Singapore dollars were like Canadian dollars. So. Yeah. So yeah. Thank okay. you, thank you, Justin Ho. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and we will be on an unfinished business or the next All Star season because uh, you can't have an All Star season without us. Period. <laughs> I would love to write for y'all. I would love to. Do oh it. my goodness! Oh my goodness! Please. All I'm right. Voting for I'm voting for Justin at the U-turn board. Yeah. <laughs> listen, Stephen and Ali are the second team to ever survive a single U-turn. Uh, the first team to ever do it was season 27, uh, Paparazzi. What, what team was eliminated that led, Justin? <laughs> the team I tried to help with the U-turn. Sorry. All right. Me. So... Uh, <laughs> So all right, so these places were close. One uh the the textile place was 0.3 miles, the other one was 1.4 miles if people were worrying. I mean worrying, wondering. Uh the next part after that was 2.7 miles. Let's get to the good stuff. Uh the roadblock. We're here at the roadblock where people had to get these stamps. Boom, boom, four stamps on top of each other nine times. Some people are great at this. Some teams 
sucked at this. Uh, and there was a clear line here where, where, where if you were good, you, you were good, and you're out there, and you're in the top three. And if you sucked, you were just gone. I, I loved this roadblock, though, because there's a lot of different strategies to how you can do this. And there's, I just, I liked roadblocks that aren't very just like linear. So some teams you saw, they would put like 14 stamps on the board and saying like, oh, maybe I'll get five of them. Or some would just do nine and be like, hopefully I just did all nine to be done. Or some teams like really meticulously did and some just try to turn it out and see which ones that you did as a pass check off. I love challenges like your that. Production, your cameramen were giving me the wackiest looks when I started making the peacocks. Like they were trying to hold in their laughter because they could not understand my strategy. They were just like, she doesn't want to finish the 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 sheet and then and then get a check. They were like, "Don't you want?" And I'm like, "No." I'm like, they're looking at me. They're laughing, and I'm like, "Watch me do this extraordinarily fast." Um, and I think when we got there, all the teams are there. I think Greg and John were just getting in there. Greg and John were just getting in their rickshaw to leave, so they had just gotten their final check. I think, but it was so, when me and Morgan walked into stamp making and we saw that it was an arts and crafts challenge, even though we got our asses kicked in vinyl, when we saw another arts and crafts challenge up on the board, we were like, oh, wow, we're going to end the day with a bang right now. So um, there was a couple teams that crossed it. Greg yeah. uh, got six on his first try. That's impressive in itself. And then just finished it on his second try. Uh, Lena, obviously, you went in there and crushed it and jumped a couple places because of how fast you did it. Anna Lee is the, this is where Anna Lee confronts the teams. This is what was the big drama outside here. While everybody's waiting and stamping their hands and pop and getting black and blues. There's a, a couple teams said that their hands are black and blue. I know Joel and Garrett said it on their podcast. Uh, Todd Nash would be like popping. They were hitting it. Uh, but the real popping was on the stairs as Anna Lee's fangs came out. <laughs> Did you vote for me? Did you vote for me? <laughs> And then uh, some teams will admittedly say yes. Why would you admit it? People don't appreciate good TV. Me and Morgan have been giving great TV. And Anna Lee was giving great TV. And she walked around and said, did you vote for me? But the thing is, everybody who voted for Steve and Anna Lee already knew that Anna Lee was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. That's just her personality. So I just loved when Andrea was like, no. Yeah. No. And then, and then Garrett and Joel, you know, like as a team, one person stamping and it feels like you would probably, I don't know if they talked about it before, but you know, they just like fessed up to it. And I think if I voted for Steve and Anna Lee, you can't tell Anna Lee or she's like, got, she's gonna, she's like, you're on her radar for the remainder of the race. The way she you looked at I mean? Joel and Garrett, like the eye, they, it was like, we're coming <laughs> after you. And he was like, <laughs> and she was like, serious. <laughs> I ain't she laughing, bro. She's, not, I mean, she's, serious. she's a serious racer and so she made it clear that she did not appreciate anybody you turning her yeah I, um but here's the thing if you're a serious racer <laughs> get a <it>, Jen. <laughs> she needs to know because she's good she is a good racer and here's what comes with being a good racer people want you gone Right. Like, I just, the, the like conflict here, I just don't understand because it's not the first time that we've seen her be like, why won't they help me? Why aren't, why isn't someone helping you? Like you're, yeah, gonna, like, you're winning the whole damn thing. Like you're good at this. You don't deserve right. help because you're too good. So you're yeah. going to get U-turn. People aren't going to help you. It comes with the territory. You got to get used to it. 
and I, I think <laughs> our cast was very close. And so I think in their point of view, they're, they're like, look, we're not going to get knocked out if you turn us, you know? So like, what's the point? Why wouldn't you protect yourself, basically? You know, so I think it was more so like you gotta take the shot when you have the shot. I'm gonna say it dropped them a lot. I think if they didn't it have that, let's just even it out. More than any little mistake that they'll make, more than her forgetting to finish a damn yeah. detour. Like <laughs> the people you turning them was a good decision. Yeah. In my opinion. like I don't, I don't know. Bad. Like I, I felt like you turning Annalie and Steve was an emotional decision. Like we, with the day before we like, cause we knew the U-turn board was coming up. You know, we, we said to ourselves, like you turning Steve and Annalie is emotional because yes, you think that like, it's gonna affect them mentally, but they had way too big of a lead and we all knew the lead that they have. And even if you're closing in the lead, like in this whole season, there's a lot of uh, like bottleneck points. Like even the stamp making ended up being a bottleneck point. But and listen, Annalie is good. Steve is scary. Steve shotguns his roadblocks. He's like, I don't even know what I'm doing wrong. I'm just gonna do a whole bunch of them. We'll see if I get it. And maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. And he's done that more than one time. Yeah. He did that in Vietnam as well with the flowers, the bouquets. <laughs> And he did that with the peacocks. So, mm -hmm. like, they, people had an opportunity to knock them back, and they fell five positions with this yeah. decision. And like James Earl is saying, he ended up out of the race because of a bad cab from the previous leg, yeah. not even that specific leg. So these things accumulate, especially now that we're back to more traditional race format. Yeah. They accumulate from leg to leg. So I like. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I can't wait to watch and find out because I love this season and I love all the teams. Yeah. Um, it's an awesome but, season. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you gotta, there, there was no, I feel like it, it's funny because I texted Greg and John and Corey when we saw the U-turn board, cause I didn't make it to our, where we usually watch together or I said, yeah, I texted Greg, John and Corey and they were like, man, but we got to go. We get to go to New Zealand, so it was the right decision. So, like, <laughs> you know, totally. They, they want to leave. They want to try. I agree with you, Jen. I think, but I think it all depends on where you're at in the race, right? Because totally. for us, like, we need to totally. And so, when I saw that uh, Chelsea and I were one vote away, I was like, Did did they? You know, did did they tell you what would happen if it was a tie? Could it have been a tie? Was oh, yeah, If one other team, oh, that's true. If one team didn't vote for yeah. Steve and right, Annalie right. and voted for somebody else, it would have been a tie oh, between. Right. Yeah. Maybe it would have been a double U turn. Never know. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll have to text them. I'll see if I he answers. I, I was shocked by how close the voting yeah. was, to be honest. I was shocked by how close the voting was. I think we knew where people's relationships lied, and we knew that people were going to vote based off of their emotion of trying to knock down first place. And I think that, like, for the people that were all the way up in the front, like Greg and John, like, voting for Steve and Anna Lee could make sense because you get the trip to New Zealand if all works out well. Well, and but, you put a buffer, right? But to Jen's point, like, it accumulates. So it was the right decision for a lot of teams. For us, yeah. it wasn't, it didn't help us. We had to yeah. help ourselves. You know, yeah. what would have helped us was if Chelsea and Robin automatically went home. That's what would have helped us. But that was. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like for U-turns, like, you could also, 
strategically, like you could touch a team somewhere in the middle and That's where like, I think you're going to see it go to in the future. Like a Todd yeah. and Ashley in the future is who's going to get you turned. Cause like they're a consistent team, but they're consistent in the middle. So if we can just knock their knee out, a little Tanya Harding, them, they'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that's why I say it's based off of emotions, because I think if you were to put this in like a little computer simulator and 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 look at all the scenes and you can't really do a what if. Right. Which is why it's impossible to yeah. truly have this conversation. But I think those teams that are not the weakest, but somewhere right in the middle, make the most sense to U-turn if you're not competing for number one, because you're still going to have the teams that are at the end stay at the end. And then you're going to have another team that wouldn't be at the end now competing with all these teams at the end. And all that matters every week is do I get eliminated or not? So you need as many buffers on the backside rather than the front side, because once you do that last final leg, like everybody's like, for the most part, starting off at the same leg, if you're racing for the million dollars, like. Yeah. There's not a lot of advantage in like 12 or 13. Right. Yeah. You're getting the same chance. Right. So like, I just think that it's always better to play for the longer game of making sure you don't get eliminated. If you get that bad taxi driver, if you get amazing race loss, what I call it, you know, like you, I just think buffers are more important, but people forget about buffers when they're in the front of the race. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's finish this up and get to some things. I want to give quick shout outs. Jeff Young, thank you so much. He dropped 20 banger on the Venmo. He skipped, uh, re skipped YouTube's uh, 40% fees and went straight to Venmo. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, Sydney Wigglesworth, thank you for a, a, another $20. I really, really appreciate your continued support. It means a lot. Thank you. All right, so teams must make their way to the pit stop. Greg and John finally win a trip. They look uh, looking strong, looking confident. Are they peaking at the right time? They've uh, they've been pretty pretty good throughout this race. You can't really knock them. Three three, and then that little eight eight. Uh, but then two and one. So three three, little eight eight, two one. Uh, they they could have some task that drops them all the way to the bottom and they're gone. That's the type of team it looks like they are. They're either hit or miss. Uh, but uh, when they're strong, they're really strong. Uh, and speaking of pretty pretty steady, Rob and Corey have been steady the whole time, man. They are 2-2-3-6-6-2. Two, two, six, six, two. So not too bad. Joel and Garrett are all over the place. Uh, <laughs> when they're 7-9-2-9-3-3. They're Morgan and Lena, another team all over. Four, four, six, ten, nine, four. You guys are roller coastering up and down and up and down. And yeah, it's fine. It happens to the best of us, Morgan and Lena. Uh, it happened to me and mom. We were at the top, the top, or the top, or the bottom. The most consistent team uh, so far has Todd been Ashley. Todd and Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> five five four three five five. So they're, they're right around there. So I will uh, say that team is so lucky. These episodes are ninety minutes. If they weren't ninety minutes, we'd have no idea. Yeah, yeah, literally, because they've been in the screen time each episode, and that would be it. Yeah, yeah. which is um, shocking because they're hilarious. Sorry to interrupt, but my family is beckoning for me. I, so I, I figured we were running late. I, I appreciate you sticking Sorry, around. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Jen. But give us. I will you my lol so you can still give the award morgan lena it was so nice to meet you you're so kicking nice ass i was so impressed i didn't get to say this um previously but with the plate of bugs that you had to eat oh. uh, mm. i really was truly impressed that was a so 
many nasty little creatures and it was awesome. So um, good luck the rest of the season. I'm excited Thank to watch. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. let's finish up this, uh, this episode Thanks, recap guys. so we can get to that. All right. So, yes. And going home are the team that we love, the beautiful boys, Liam and Jeremy. The most overpacked. They're gorgeous. I'm sure they're wonderful people. They are. No, they're very, very nice. They're yeah. very nice in real life. An incredible shape. If you follow him on Instagram, he just posted a picture of what his legs look like. Jesus Christ. He's got, like, muscles on top there of muscles. How many people have a season run marathons and do Ironmans and blah, blah, blah. Like, me and Morgan sit at a computer all day and type. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get to it. Uh, James Earl, what do you got for me? Seal Clap Award. For those of you who don't know what the Seal Clap is, it is now on the screen. This is what the Seal Clap uh, came from. James Earl did this quite a few uh, times on The Amazing Race when he was excited. <laughs> Listen, I was just like tired and exhausted and somehow it just stuck and then they put it on like every episode. Um, my seal clap, I actually did not even think about my seal clap for the week and it's gonna seem like I'm being a little biased, but I'm not. I'm giving my seal clap to Morgan and Lena. Uh-oh. From ninth to fourth and like rushing it. And it's just like those little chips along the way. And like every time it's just a little seal flap, just every single task, they were just like a little higher and a little higher and a little higher. And that's just, it's just seal flap. Thank you. It wasn't, there wasn't too many things in this episode that I think like a super fan would do. Uh, one of the things that I really appreciated and I want to be more of a super fan thing was the effects of the ability of drinking, of stopping and drinking the water, of understanding your body's about to give out. You can't continue, stupid. Go drink some water and you'll be fine. Like, I think something like that for him truly changed the whole leg for him. Yep. So, doing something simple like stopping in the middle of chaos when you're in a race, yeah. drinking a, a cold water and just taking that, you know, three or four X five minutes may save you 20 30 minutes on the other end so and, and i think it gives for the viewers a real understanding of how much we're working oh yeah <laughs> oh God. like 100%. like i said you can't see how sweaty we really are you can't oh, see yeah. how much robin, robin was doing the printmaking and robin's entire shirt was covered in sweat just yeah, like you're, you're disgusting it's hot and again people thinking, don't realize too is like they loved it, that little infographic of like teams fly from south america to paris and it's like two whole seconds what they don't show you is that's 36 hours of flight and then you're racing <laughs> yeah yeah getting your only sleep is on a plane all right so uh next week is called like two cats fighting in a car this is gonna be interesting the self-drive is back baby <laughs> and this is when teams can get Spicy, because they're in a car alone, driving, one person's messing up, and it's just a two year ah, I can't drive in now. Why is it one person? It could be both people. It could, it could be. be both people messing well, up. There's only one mean older sister, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they were calling us the Chaos Sisters before. <laughs> we'll I find think out. They're gonna have a field day. Oh, I can't wait. So Todd and yeah, Ashley are gonna be like Chaos Sisters. <laughs> Todd and Ashley kicking soccer balls against the dartboard. Steve said, you're going to sit your ass back here and ride in a minute. Dude was about to step his foot down, but I'll give Annalise. She said, no, Ma, you sit back here and navigate, pops. I love Annalise. I'm just She's, saying, I, yeah, he, 
I called at preseason. I said she's going to be a firecracker. She is a firecracker. Women that did um, beauty pageants. You don't mess with those people. (laughs) And according to uh, Morgan and Lena, they also might be having some issues in their car. Uh, We cannot wait to see what happens. So as they're uh, doing prep for for your season, um, uh, what did you do to prep for, for the season? Um, well, I was in charge of packing our backpacks, and I want to say that the only people that had smaller backpacks than us this season were Greg and John, who just who only had snacks in their backpack. Who only had snacks in their backpack. There was nothing no, else in there. Aunt Alina, jacket. Jocelyn, who didn't have a backpack, so they win. Jocelyn and Victor. Jocelyn did not have a backpack. Greg and John only had snacks in their backpack, and we had the next smallest backpack. Wow, you guys. Um, and if I could rewind the hands of time, like if I was going on the race again, I would have tried to pack half as much as, as we they did. Set pack. An every <laughs> an on racers recap, whatever you pack your bag and then take Perfect. literally half of it out because you're not coming home with that half anyways. And I think, I think what's tough, especially as women, like we just have like more grooming stuff that we need, especially as like black women hair care. Like there was more that we had to take with us. But we packed really light. Um, do rags then- don't take up much time. Come on, we know you just wrap your hair at night with your silk scarf or you do rag. Well, I, I got, got you. I got my hair braided well, for the show. I had the curls. I mean, it was a mess. Yeah, braids are the way to go. Yeah, um, I mean, braids, you- braids were, were the way to go. All I'm gonna say is the one thing I wish we had done more. Uh, you know, listen to the races recap in other, in other countries. Actually, how do I say this? we are very dependent on our cell phones period to do everything and it's a little scary um so being without our daily crutches is really tough and so knowing how to truly get around without it is like be a good skill to have yeah you know it's a good like, skill drop also, your cell phone and try to different place place to place by the time i think i think what becomes more apparent though is once you're like apply and you're in the running for the show and and you guys know this, like you can only work on so many skills between now and then, like, this is really like an IQ thing. This is a lot of racers talk about like what they did to prep. And I listen to a lot of people's podcasts, trying to get an idea of not what it was like to race by watching prior seasons, but what racers were saying it was like to race. Um, and I think there's actually a lot that I don't know if it's like, because racers, think they're going to get on for the next season that I think some people are holding on to like, if I was going to do this differently, I'm not actually going to tell you in the podcast. Well, that's why you have to listen to us. I literally, there's no other podcast. I'm not, I'm not saying it's just to blow smoke. up. I listen to your podcast. This is the only podcast where you'll literally get the information you need. Like you'll, you'll get everything you need. We give a lot of good advice. We do. Everything you'll need for the amazing race. What I will say is that I would do differently if I was going on the race again. So to prep like Morgan and I, really like especially in the weeks before the race like we were both working out we were making sure that we were watching everything getting the lightest items that were going in there we were trying to understand where was it most likely that we would start the race and end the race like we were trying to understand what are the countries that they go to the most can we learn some basic things about i had chad gpt doing a whole lot of work (laughs) so so i had it telling me like what are the things the key phrases we should be asking for what are the key countries in terms of where they're visited um 
what are i don't know just like basic things for for us to know in general but i think lena's obsession with packing was really really important because we had everything that we needed we didn't want for anything we had our electrolytes we had the right water bag we had compression socks we had our note like we just had everything that we needed longest laundry detergent packets oh oh yeah we had the the sheets that are like this big i mean there was there was no way to go packs And when I say we, I would cut our bags in half is there is a totally different way that I would pack for this race. And there's 10 different things that I would do that I did not do for preparing this time for the race. But I think you can really only know that once, once you've kind of gone through, that's why I think in the seasons where they have teams that come back, that has to be the scariest thing ever. Everyone has those thoughts. Then you have time to self-reflect kind of like the season that got, you know, like the COVID half and half. So they got to understand what it was like to race and then they got to re-prep for the race. Um, There's nothing else like it. Um, So we, we did a lot of, we did a lot of prepping, but I think the teams that had the most advantages were the teams that truly had traveled and driven in cities before and could understand like navigation to a different level. Yeah. It makes a big difference. So if you were going to go on the race, is there, again, if there was a, ever a, a, a time that you were going to go on the race again, I'm going to give you one packing tip better than any packing tip you'll ever hear ever again. Besides bringing one bag, because you only need one. Don't pack winter stuff. No. Spoiler alert. If you're ever in wintertime and they take you to cold places and they don't think that you have enough gear, they will give it to everybody. They'll give everybody jackets. They'll give everybody hats. They'll give everybody yeah, sweaters. Yeah. Justin, I agree with you, but there is one, there was one <laughs> episode. I can't remember the season. There's one episode where they had, it was the cheese wheels. And um, they had those people out in the snow, those racers out in the snow, moving those cheese wheels. And they definitely got no extra clothes. Like it was crazy. <laughs> they were in their regular racing outfits fighting through the snow. Um, but you know, Morgan and I, in terms of like warmth, we brought this incredibly like light, light, light puffer jacket, but that was really because we know we might be on cold planes and weighed almost nothing. And like, we, we just decided not to pack for winter clothes. So yeah. if we, if there was yeah. winter, we were like, like one pair of Spanx and one like long sleeve. Yeah, thin under exactly. I knew yeah. if I waited yeah. long enough, he'd text me back. I got, I got the answer about the U-turn if it was a tie, Woo-hoo. but first Jen Hudax, that's a tease. LOL moment goes to Todd and Corey. Todd and Corey? Uh, <laughs> for their attempt to work together. Oh, to clear the rickshaws. <laughs> but they were pushing opposite <laughs> against each other. I <laughs> got you. <laughs> oh, uh, and I love how uh, I think Todd said, oh, you're pushing the wrong way. Okay, I'll go this way. I think he said that. You know, me and Morgan were clearing rocks in the in the oh, in the way yeah. that the rickshaw didn't actually have to go. They didn't show it like that, but Morgan and I were throwing rocks around just to push our rickshaw forward. Yeah. <laughs> All right, team, I've got to wrap it up because I've got to All go. Right, let's wrap this up. Here's no. your final answer. Both teams would have been U-turned. Oh, that would have been dope. That, that would have been dope. dope. <laughs> and I think if teams that knew that going incredible. in, they could have planned it. <laughs> it, it. That would have been fascinating to watch, though. Yeah. Um, but like for instance, we didn't know that as racers. Nobody knew that. Know. It's never yeah. happened. 
Yeah. Oh, did you get a triple U-turn? There's nine teams, a 3-3-3 tie. Oh, this shit should get deep. This is going to get deep. Maybe I shouldn't have said that shit. I'm sorry if, if you watch it. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you for having for, us. You are family now, so you're welcome. Anytime you got something to clear up, you're here. If you need me, we're always here. Thank you so much for spending your time here with us. We know time is the most valuable thing that you have, and for you to spend any of it here with us means the world. We are a bunch of race nerds talking about our favorite TV show with a bunch of people who enjoy it with us. We're living the dream, making $20 from Arnold DeLeon and the crew. So thank you for all that you do. We appreciate you. Thank you, team. Thank you all for watching. Thank Bye, you. Man. Okay, last thank thing, too. You, thank you for cheering for us on the race. We're, like Morgan and I are just so happy to be racing. And yes. we love hey, and I love y'all's tweets. I will tweet at you back. And I love it. It's my favorite Thursday activity. So yeah. Please, please how you feel, and I'll message you back. I love it. All right. I'll put their info in the description down below so you can tweet at them. Thank you, guys.